2: Ring my bell everybody, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betfair, Newcastle host the Gunners and Fulham welcome Man U It's Friday 3rd of November, I'm
3: Marcus Speller I'm Luke Moore I'm Big Donaldson And I'm, I'm Hunter Raja. Yeah.
2: Welcome, lovely people. Here we are at the Football Ramble. It's Friday.
1: Oh, Luke Moore! How you doing? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you too. Where's the keys? The keys are in Where the pocket. the, the pockets. keys, yes. The gentleman. keys are
4: happening. I know. It's the weekend. We're going to toss the pillow about with Chugsy. Oh, yay!
2: <laughs> yes. i tell you something now. I know people outside of London hate people mentioning the London Underground, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. On the way to work. What did you see? What on did you the, smell? What did you taste? It was what I heard, Peter. Right. Jason Tindall. It was. On the Bluetooth. The man who's <laughs> in. driving the train. Was he in, in with the driver? <laughs> <laughs> I heard him on Friday afternoon on my way home yeah, and I heard him this morning. Yeah. With a very strong Jamaican accent was saying every every stop, "Hello lovely people. Come on and have a lovely weekend. Good to see you. Nice. It's Friday. Nice. Keep the Friday vibes everybody. You know it's right."
4: He mm. to and the would Ramble. finish with uh, "Yeah man." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, lovely. Good. That's what you needed. Perfect.
1: And that's kind of the role you perform here, isn't it?
4: I'd mm. say so. Yeah, train
1: driver. Yep. Take, make sure we get <laughs> to the right station. A little bit too exuberant. <laughs> Remind people of the weekend. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and after a, while, after a while it gets after
1: a while it gets tedious.
3: Yeah, <laughs> very keen on patois as well, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> very keen. Two digs from Donaldson. Didn't yeah, they?
1: but you
4: deserve it because yeah. you're late today. I was
3: late <laughs> today. It's, it's
2: right, it.
4: fine. You got ticket.
2: Too exuberant though. That's a shame. Yeah, fair too enough. Exuberant. Gone gone too exuberant. That's all right. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Abel. Okay. Well, let's bring everybody back down to earth with Newcastle United versus Arsenal on Saturday at tea time, Peter. How many? Choo are, choo. How many goals <laughs> are Arsenal going to
4: score? <laughs> I think this is
1: going to be a really fun match. No. Jason Tindall. It was a big Tindall event last time on it? Yeah, did Tyndall get right up in Mikel Arteta's face? Oh, was that he this one? Right, he shook his hand no. first, and yeah. then there was. Oh, it, that's it, what it was. It, yeah. it was feisty. It, it, was, it was, was a feisty it's one of it.
3: the Spider-Man meme of two people pointing at each other, telling them to get back in the technical area. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Arteta to, should swipe left. To, to, <laughs> nice, thank you. It kind of works. You know what uh, I mean. Tyndall's, Tyndall, the idea of a technical area, Tyndall, first of all, I think he thinks it should be called a Tyndall area.
4: A Tindall area. Mm. And a tin, it's, a it's, area. Yeah. There more, should
1: be a Tindall app, let's be honest. And, and it's more of a concept to him, isn't
3: it? Yeah, I say. So yeah. yeah. It's well, like, am
4: I in the headspace or am I in the actual square? My technical area
1: is really. The friends we made along the way mm. Yeah,
3: I think the technical area now for Tyndall is in the heads of everyone else yes yeah. exactly I think yeah. he's, all, he's, Free. he's kind of already done his bit hasn't he? Because yeah, he obviously with the ruling now he's not up there anymore but you
4: can see him yeah, yeah. and
3: I think people get I, I think Newcastle fans enjoy the fact that other people get riled by him yes he, yeah, now definitely. he's actually
4: more withdrawn I, I would say that I would very much enjoy if they did a two-pack style hologram <laughs> That'd he's not, be great, he's not yes. actually in the technical area yeah. but we have got a, a some kind of holographic projector on it.
1: I'd like it if he had what he had done and all the time he's been allowed to be up out and about doing mm. stuff, if he had planted a load of Jason Tyndall seeds in every other technical yeah, area. Yeah. And, throughout yeah. the se- <laughs> and throughout the season, they'd just grown up to new Tindalls. New Tindalls, yeah.
4: Okay. New Tindalls in your area. What do you
1: think about the technical area generally? Yeah, I think I, it's quite, new uh,
3: Tindalls
4: uh, in your area. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it could... Some, some technical areas look really big and some of them look quite small. I, I, wonder if I think they a scale up size. and scale down, yeah. I, I think it's quite an odd concept to
1: say to a manager... Like, this is the box you're only allowed in. You well, should, they should same, just give you a nice same big same.
4: car. Just give it, park two Range Rovers and you're allowed anywhere in the Range Rover.
1: Well, well, any, Front, back, boot. Any car to that you. pays
4: the most amount to be the sponsor. Yes. That would only yes. work
1: at
2: the London Stadium.
4: Why?
1: Because yeah. it's the only room you, you've got. You the only one that would have for the Range well, Rover. The football range club's are just going to have to adjust. It's a sponsor. It's yeah. important. It's oh, important right. revenue. That is true money. Why would you expect a Range Rover? Money does yell, doesn't it? And, after and <laughs> all, and when, and when um, they're making the, want to make a sub, they have to hit the horn. Toot
4: toot. <laughs> and the yes. referee goes,
1: ah, oh, substitute." I imagine yeah. yeah. we just uh, went and mad you drove around come out of the car. Yeah.
4: Get one of those that coffin one at Gateshead or wherever it was. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the it coffin team. one. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> the coffin one. The hearse. <laughs> you know, the coffin <laughs> one. Oh, it's a coffin car.
2: <laughs> they were ahead of their time there, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and yet so backwards in other ways. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm intrigued why you think it's odd that the manager just has a, a box to, to walk around in. I
3: don't think it's. Um, I understand for the purposes of just controlling them because they mm. can get out of hand. That's, but that's, I, so that's just, the reason. But I think they should have. A, they should be able to walk a bit further than where they where they're hmm. kind of penned into. But why? What, why but Why that... Just because of the nature of the game. It relies a lot on, sort of, you know, off-field instruction sometimes. So they should be able to have thing. being the uh, referee's assistants well, here. Run, basically run well, no, up and down behind that the lines. No, because line. that, prov- that would stop them from being the referees here because they're, re- they're actually being held right next to the That's the fourth official. Wing.
2: Yeah. Performs a different role, of course.
3: Well, no, because what? Well, okay, well, you can have it so that they don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I, I'm still for the the. Technical I just area. don't. I
3: just don't think that. Uh, like Arteta is always outside his technical area. Mm. I don't think he's out it by much. He's no, not, I like, think he's, he's not like straying onto... Why kind of don't we have no property? lines on
4: the floor and we have one of those collars, those proximity oh, yeah. collars that dogs use?
3: Good shout. Dogs You were
4: talking it. running man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's yeah. a bit well, much. Yeah.
3: Oh, bungee cords. <laughs> Bungie cards. That would be a bit of fun. Just sold it. The, the, the stronger the day? manager
2: you get, the, the further. Is that is yeah.
3: why you'd want big, strong managers? <laughs> a big his, legs. His bodyguard? Anyway, yeah. yeah. you'd be able to get on F- the pitch. Oh, the
1: game starts. Referee blows the whistle to start the game. Big Ann just rips it out, <laughs> uh, like, swinging it around his right. head <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like the T Rex at the start of Jurassic Park. Just like that. Um, yeah. Well,
2: uh, Arsenal of course were beaten by West Ham in the cup this week. Newcastle hammered Manchester United with Matt Ritchie, Paul Dummer, and Emil Kraft. In the squad or in the side, rather, Peter. Yeah. Should I say. nice to
4: see him. I saw Emil Kraft at the final uh, last season with um. Uh, I, th- I can't. I, I think Martin Bravga was with him, uh, and it was um, just he really nice played, to see. <laughs> he he of the gold medal. <laughs> he of the gold medal. It was just really nice to see Emil Kraft like doing something out yeah. and
2: about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, i so so Peter. You know, on form. Um, if we're just going on their previous match. Yeah, (laughs) this this should be a walkover. I
1: mean, Eddie Howes made the conscious decision to play Emil Craft at at Old Trafford in the Cup game. His take. And Pete's gone. Yeah. It was just nice to see him outside. <laughs> just nice like, to see him <laughs> outside. the time. said to Eddie Howe, I'm a bit worried I haven't yeah. played you. will be absolutely fucking yeah, fine. You'll He'll be all fine, right. yeah. No did he, worries.
3: Did you see, though, He um, in that game, he took a knock and he was mm. like, and you could tell he was a bit like, fuck, you know, this is hard. <laughs> they don't <laughs> do, do like this, this in training, do they? Do they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely
1: <laughs> remarkable to go back to that game. I know you guys covered it a bit on, um, on Ramble Reacts, but to have a brief say on it, I thought the body language and attitude of Man United players was mm. absolutely remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, it was very, very disrespectful to everyone watching, and I don't even support Manchester United.
2: Yeah, we are going to talk about Manchester United in the second I half. I support before. what they do. Yeah, you'll, you'll
1: get to Let's have do a become. bit more then. Yeah, okay. we'll do a bit more then. <laughs> That's a little teaser trailer for you, little yeah. teaser. Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, Newcastle United, though, would you? Who would you say were the favourites for this one, Vish? In your opinion, forget what everybody else is saying.
3: Uh, well, I'd say it's Arsenal, but I, I would, um, you know, I would say if you look at the the League Cup game in, in midweek, it actually highlights how far Newcastle have come in that they made all these changes and yet everybody came into the team. And perhaps also because it was set against what Manchester United were doing, which yeah. was a disgrace. But <laughs> it showed that every player comes in with a clear idea of what they have to do. They get mm-hmm. an injury early on, someone else comes in, they re, they rearrange and they still know what they what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone plays a very specific role in that starting eleven, and so you know you're worried a little bit about squad depth before you know when you're talking about the Champions League, I suppose specifically, but and the injuries that they've had. But someone like Willet coming back and just the general vibe about the place, and also the fact that it's in James's Park. One of the things that I've really admired slash feared about Newcastle is a their swagger and b they just. They actually bully teams. Yeah, they're there's physical. a bit of like high school bully about them. They, yeah. they 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 bump everyone at home. They are not afraid to just run and run and run. Jock Linton
4: putting people in bins.
3: Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, slamming their heads into taking lockers, taking people's lunch money. Yeah. And, and and for that reason, I think it'd be a real test of of where Arsenal are right now. And we know Arsenal mm. are a strong, confident side now. But this is a little tester on the way to that, isn't mm. it? To the way wherever they're going to get at the end of the season. These are the type of games where they can come out and think, right? Well, we can make it there. Or B, we need to change a few things. It's mm. gonna be. I think it's gonna be a brilliant game, as Pete suggested.
1: I'd love to see Newcastle really slow the game down <laughs> okay? from, from the from the first whistle. Uh-huh. Just really slow it down. Just really test Arsenal's patience. Yep. Just break everything up as much as mm. they can, and then when they've got Arsenal kind of by the by the by the googlies. Mm. Um, Really show sure they can play. That's mm. how they'll beat them.
2: Was it Eric Ten Hag who was frustrated with Newcastle's time? Oh, he's wasting? frustrated a
4: lot.
1: Yeah, no, 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 I, I, no,
3: I
4: think he should possibly be looking a little closer to home.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're time wasting. They're just wasting time.
3: <laughs> yeah. but but I, th- I think Newcastle were wasting a lot of time on on throw-ins, at which. I mean, he could complain about, it, but the reason they were wasting time on thrones or had thrones in the first place was because you like know, kept passing the ball out. Of the <laughs> yeah, Well,
2: no, I think this was to do with last season, but I forget who it was. But there's some, there's been some, there's been some accusations about yeah. Newcastle. Oh yeah,
4: I mean, but Newcastle last season were kings of time wasting, and hmm. I, they've not continued it quite so much because they've, they've kind of got some ball playing front ballers this season. Yeah. But um, I think um, yeah, they're not just shit-hows, in there? How shitting?
2: Yeah, is the, was that their defence? You a lot of time wasting, but we're the kings of. Yeah, so I mean, we're the kings it? Of it, yeah. Yeah. We are doing do, it well. Do to be fair. You know, yeah. We have signposted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as we touched on uh, after uh, the, the match when we did Ramble React, uh, the good news for Newcastle United is that Saudi Arabia are shooing for the World Cup 2034 hosting duties. Um, a suspicious detail has emerged. Is it
4: suspicious? Is that a word you want to use?
1: Do the yeah? detail and let the listeners decide whether it's suspicious or not. Mm. Okay,
2: don't lead them. Uh, perhaps a relevant detail mm. could be a coincidence. Even, could... Do you know? Even that, I'm trying to sway them, aren't I? <laughs> a detail has emerged. Yeah, there's a detail. detail. It without comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. When FIFA announced on the fourth of October that the bidding process was beginning three years. <laughs> Earlier than previously planned, mm. three years earlier. Mm. Yeah. Right, they are. Uh, Saudi Arabia submitted its comprehensive plan a whole sixty-five minutes
3: after the announcement was made. Probably, probably cobbled it together. Yeah. yeah. You know do what? What, we, what do we have here? What do we have? Lying <laughs> just take. A, yeah, we'll just make a. We'll get some pencils. We'll make yep. a little stadium. <laughs> but it can't is, be that hard
2: hosting a World Cup, can no, it? No, no, no. Should I mean, be able to knock that you know up what, in just an you, hour. You know what? To I guess is,
4: the annoying thing is, Luke, is that he's that they are Swats. You know yeah. they've done their revision they've done yeah. their uh, they've done their coursework early I don't like it it's an, it's an oven-ready deal, <laughs> oven
2: ready world cup even did. though only four of the 14 or whatever is required stadiums fair, exist
1: it
4: doesn't take that long just
1: to package up a billion dollars in US cash does it and send it,
3: <laughs> it that's the bit isn't it you've yeah. got to let the listeners decide empty, pocket, em, empty your pockets what we, oh a billion brilliant <laughs> yeah. I've got to the point now where I
1: don't actually care about libel from people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's just so obvious. Yeah. Well yeah. That, I mean they, clearly they I don't trust those have a court case. As
2: as we learned from uh well, OK, this is where... Uh, as we have learned that uh, there are one or two, or one in particular Premier League clubs that uh, in the past were particularly concerned and would get in touch with journalists about yeah. certain things, mm. whereas the Saudis are not uh, of that ilk But, he doesn't, he, but no. he
3: doesn't own the club anymore, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, so we can slag him yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I Absolutely. think you get the detail. Um, yes, uh, what a load of bollocks. Uh, better news, <laughs> though. Um, this is uh, Justice has been done uh, in the City of London because Arsenal, uh, the former forward uh, Ian Wright, was awarded the freedom of the City. Of London this week for his services to sport and London in general. Here
1: here. The one thing Proper. about Ian Wright that is um is incredible as a testament to his um his charisma and his personality and um I think at least a few people in this room have been in the same presence as him and he's always been very, very lovely, is that he is fucking everywhere mm. and no one
4: minds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a real te- he's a real test, because a lot of people, like, I think Rylan can, um, <laughs> can, 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 Rylan's, I similar. A, can, Rylan's similar, but, but yeah, I think people can, thought
2: we'd mention him today. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, just, I, when he first came on the scene, I was like, who is this weird Kenny Everett man? Yeah. <laughs> who just doesn't seem to have any discernible um, skills, but he's Whoa. everywhere and nobody, and nobody minds. Not on Marcus's watch, he loves Kenny Everett. Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying Kenny Everett has skills, but oh, he right, just looks right. like Kenny Kenny. Did you Kenny see the Everett. thing?
1: You know Rylan is best friends with Tom Skinner from The Apprentice. Is he? Yeah, now? right. Oh, Bosch. Get yeah, you, he's get bought, your he's now, jet yeah. He's bought Ski
3: this week. Did were did they both were yeah. they both on The Apprentice? No, Rylan no, was on X Factor, I think. Right, okay. Right. But
1: Tom Skinner did a funny thing, just very, very quickly. He he um he uh Ryland told this story on Twitter where Tom Skinner called up Rylan and said, Do you mind coming to this warehouse I'm having a mattress sale? And Rylan was like, Oh yeah, I'll come down, no worries. Um, and, and then when he got there, Tom Skiroo put a load of stuff up saying, special guest. <laughs> like the guest of honor Ryan's is giving a bit of greet he's doing signings he's doing all sorts <laughs> yeah. Ryan was like you just asked me to come down great yeah, but he stuff. got involved though he did. Yeah, he did I feel we've got away from
2: Ian Wright's achievement though
1: well Ian Wright is everywhere and everyone likes it
2: still yeah, has I, he ever I,
4: sold a mattress he's done Chicken Tonight he's done I think a bank and a few other things Chicken Tonight I forgot remember, about yeah. chicken tonight. Yeah, he no, wore a cravat
1: and was fancy and he had Friday Night's Alright with his little chat show didn't <laughs> yeah, it's he, Friday, he used to do a chat show Yeah,
2: he's a marvellous bring it back as I've said and Pete will agree with me here um, they say, "Don't meet your heroes." Well, mm. Ian Wright is all of our hero. Let's yeah. be honest. Meet him if you get the chance. Meet, meet him repeatedly. Him. He is—he is the guy. He is absolutely He's genuine. The... He is the as you would expect, and he—he he loves it, but in the best possible way. You know when Tom Hanks goes on a talk show, yeah, and he, ta- he not takes over. That sounds a bit sort of arrogant. He—he he becomes the main center of attention just quite naturally, mm. and he loves it, and everyone loves it, but it's in a very non-arrogant way. Right. That's like Ian Wright. I can't yeah. talk. Yeah. Uh, don't,
3: I don't like comparing Ian Wright to Tom Cruise, but Tom Hanks. Oh Tom Cruise, <laughs> right, Tom Tom. <laughs> I know you always
2: <laughs> want to crowbar Tom Cruise into the equation, Vish, but this is not the time. Sorry,
3: for Tom. I, I just heard Tom Cruise. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, as you always do. Yeah. <laughs> um, i
3: I uh, i made this point a while ago, but I'd like. Is to this go, about Tom Cruise still? Uh, no, this is about Ian Wright. Okay. <laughs> Stop talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Did about you think Ian Wright was good in Top Gun or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear what he has to say about his uh-huh. church yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I've made this point before but I would like to go back in time and beat up teenage me for hating Ian Wright yeah um, that's poor for, right, yeah. for being uh, on, on the field to, I think he was United. I think
4: a lot of people wouldn't have liked Ian Wright on the field would that be
3: fair so I, I made this point to someone who knows him I was like I, you know he seems seems lovely I want to beat my younger self up and he was mm. like to be honest I think he would have he hated it if you as a United fan I liked well, okay, yes so, yeah, exactly
2: so I know it's a bit when you when you tell someone else Story, but I was in the room mm. when when old Wrighty and uh, Michael Jubbury were there once. And, and Michael Dewberry <laughs> yeah. you did not hear he from the Jubes man- yeah. on you, you, uh, the you, football arm of you, you, you don't. All he
1: has now is Dion Dublin hitting
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that when he was a young footballer, like a lot of young footballers, especially black young footballers, mm. Ian Wright was an idol. for him yeah, of yeah. course he kicked down a lot of doors, quite literally sometimes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Peter Schmeichel was the doorman, and uh, and 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 Jubbury said that he. he Came uh he was playing for what it was Chelsea, I suppose, and they were playing Arsenal. And I think he was marking him on a corner and mm. he was stood next to him and he just was just like looking at him for just a moment, going, Oh, he Ian right and he said he you know, just turned to it and went fuck you looking at yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, alright yeah, yeah I'm playing a game of football here
4: <laughs> very, nice. very nice well on the subject of the Carabao Cup that we spoke about uh, midweek on uh, Rambo React and uh, beyond uh, we asked our followers on uh, Twitter uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting involved Marcus I'm not, involve, not getting involved. I'm not getting involved not getting involved I'm not asking you to do had anything had it's the Musketeer the, if they <laughs> had <laughs> ever, don't worry AI uh, is going to mean that we're not going to have jobs apparently can AI remove Elon Musk I <laughs> <laughs> wish it bloody would um, we asked uh, our followers uh, if they had ever had a a pet named after a football, after Phil Forden, called his dog Carabao. I've got a dog uh, named after Sammy Amiobi uh, from Hawaii. Chris, uh, my cat was briefly called Beardsley until we found <laughs> out that she, he was a she. Um, from, <laughs> from, st- oh, a typical Peter Beardsley. That will upset From st- yeah. um, From exactly. Stu, <laughs> <from laughs> I had a guinea pig in the late nineties called uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Addy. Addy. Hmm. After Kevin Muscat and, oh, Adiak hmm. That makes sense. Uh, my favourite Wolves players at the time, I couldn't choose between the two. That's Kevin lovely Abbey. stuff. Wow. A double-barrel, double, well, just a double name, I guess. Yeah. Uh, from Angus, uh, I used to have a cat called Baggio.
3: That's a lovely name for a cat. Because cats do
4: Roberto Baggio things. They glide. They, they're smooth. Yeah. They devour mice. They get a yeah. point if they hit the post. <laughs> and they
1: have, have ponytails. Yeah. And my next-door neighbour used to have a cat called Owen after Michael
4: Owen. Nice. Which was a bit
1: naff then. That's shit, It's getting naffer. Hang on, you <laughs> just said nice, Pete. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Just, just stand by your conviction of yeah, the man. Nice it. That's, my, that's nice half it. of mine. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> my, that's crazy, man. He just, he just wants nice it. He's like He's Joe Pesci nice in it. the Moonwalker movie. He just <laughs> wants everyone to be cool. Just <laughs> wants everyone
4: to be cool. Yeah, for not those reasons,
2: though. <laughs> well, we appreciate you getting involved there on X, formerly known as Twitter. Mm. Um, Everton versus Brighton is uh, tomorrow at 3pm. Everton? A resurgent Everton, <clears> might I add. <clears> looking to continue their good form after they beat Burnley 3-0. On Wednesday, Ashley Young, that faithful old dog, scored the third. Um, And this is a clash. Of two informed strikers, Dominic Calvert-Lewin versus the young Evan Ferguson. I
1: love the idea that Everton have got to the stage where they're actually so bad mm. that they can be described as resurgent, despite losing three
4: of their last <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah. like
1: the standard is now so low that yeah. because they won their. They've last done week. a little
4: bit better though. Of late. Like
1: they have, they've lowered their standards as well.
4: They've looked better than what, what they've looked at it the was, start of the season. Truly, it
1: was, it was a really good win at West Ham mm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. West Ham were very, very poor. Uh, and then who they beat before that, Bournemouth, and then they beat um, Brentford well, beat away, them. didn't they? Brentford away is a good result. Mm. Very good result. For sure, yeah. So fair enough, actually. I, I've just said what I've said. I apologise sure. to them. I'm very, very sorry
3: but to they Sean lost lo- They man. lost to Luton at home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Ancient so, history, bruv. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they also beat Brighton. They hammered Brighton away from home, uh, was it last May? Mm. Uh, towards the end of last season.
1: Go back as far as you
2: want. Which will have no bearing, They won the
1: fucking FA Cup in 95. I think they did. Yeah, (laughs) they did. Well, in the 80s. Polly right out, lashing in volleys left, right and center. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and of course, they've never been relegated. So, uh, I don't know why Brighton are going to bother turning up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Give him the three points. Save his time. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, Dominic Cavallum, of course, scored uh, last weekend with his 50th Premier League goal, making him the fourth Everton player to reach that milestone. Interesting. Well done him. But he has been crucial, of course, in this uh, resurgence that we speak of, Vish.
3: Yeah, do you do you think it's an over reliance? Given that we know, if we if you, I mean, if you average out the number of games he is available for in a season, yep. it feels like Everton are using them up early. Mm. Yeah,
2: he's available for more games for Everton than Mitrovic is for Fulham, though. So I'm True. going to give them a pass. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to
1: know who the other three players for Everton have scored more than fifty Premier League goals? Can you guess them?
2: No. Nope. Can you do a guess? Quick uh, guess. No, I would I would say that. Do you know what I wanted to say? Romelu Lukaku. He there he's long. right.
1: He's the top. He, is he really sixty
2: eight? There you are, you see. Yeah. Lord alive. Um, I
1: would. Yakubu? It, 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 it's it, it, a great guess, but he only, yeah. he's only got 25. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Um, one of them is Peaks, one of Peaks' favourite favorite ever players. Is that? Danny Lamagachi. Tim, <laughs> Tim,
2: Tim Cahill, Cahill. of course. Tim yeah. Cahill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And the other one was Big Dunk, of course. Big Dunk, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I was going to say Paul Ryder, and I thought, no, he wasn't around long enough. In the, in in the where... Premier
4: League. I yeah. should say. Isn't that weird that, like, I on, on the radio this morning, they were saying that um, Aston Villa's, I think, yeah, most prolific Premier League striker, Gabby Funlehorn. I was like. That's yeah. a diss on Villa, isn't it? Really? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, he's, about, he's also, he was around for a while.
4: Right. You'd think it was maybe okay. Dwight York, but I see what you mean.
1: He yeah, did, yeah, he did I about, he
3: think did about
4: got three
2: more.
1: Premier League goals a season for about 40 seasons. <laughs> yeah. yet,
2: well, I remember when he was on the radio once and he said that I think his top scoring season maybe was 15, and Ali, of course, just went, 15 a season?
4: I call that August. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Big Ali, you couldn't question his goal, He said to say Big Gabby was probably the Aston Villa's Shola Ramiobi. Uh yeah I
4: could I could I could see similar, that yeah. kind of yeah. I think he
2: played in the, he started more than Amiobi you would say
4: yeah. But Hammy oh, I mean, Obi started a lot of matches. Did he? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when okay. Shearer was injured, he, he was just Every always in one there. Of them there you go. When Shearer is injured, the place. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gabby
3: Gabby Bottle Hall was the first Todd Bowley, really, because he basically amortised all his career goals, but over a long stretch of seasons.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: I'm amortising my goals. Yeah. I um, tell
1: you what he does. He amortises his fucking good points on the radio as well. He does. He my did, goodness me. He did wish
2: me a happy birthday once because Pete paid him to. Yeah. Did I do that? Fifth
1: cameo, it? I remember that.
4: Blown a lot of money on Cameo yeah. Yeah. Mainly he, on me
1: Steve Guttenberg Yeah you did um you did um, Sean Paul for Jules Sean well. and Paul
4: for Jules Sven and, uh, for me yeah. and Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He, Who, who then
2: referenced Sven Yeah that was basically it he was, <laughs> yeah. he was, That was the stepping stone You unlock Sven on Cameo if you do that You've got to get a former player of his to say his name <laughs> is,
1: is Sven the end of level boss on Cameo yeah. And,
4: yeah. and then he pops up <laughs> Yeah
2: um, So yes uh, A Guardian article uh, revealed this week that uh, M. Ferguson made his senior, senior debut at Bohemians when he was 18 14 against Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Mm. Probably what spurred him on, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll be all right. Oh, a piece of piss. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's a little shit. Well, his goal against uh, Fulham last weekend meant that he became the first teenager to score 10 plus Premier League goals in a single calendar year since Wayne Rooney did in 2005.
3: Good signs. It's the, it's the range of his goals as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's they're not They're not just poachy. They're like, you know, controlling the ball in from um, mm. from outside the box. He's very composed. I mean, that yeah. one on
2: against Fulham showed you that. But yeah. he, he looks like he's got a lot of tools in a to, uh, toolbox.
3: If you want
4: to knock him in these days, you, you do have to be very versatile. You can't just be... Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've I mean got,
3: yeah. But I suppose if you if you consider the way Brighton play at their best, mm. you, you get chances, don't you? Yes. So yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you're if you're just hitting them in between the penalty spot and the 6-yard box, nothing necessarily wrong with it's, that. Mm. But you could subsist on that and be noticed as a good player. Mm. But he's as you say, he does a little bit more.
1: The only thing I can kind of—I think he's a f- brilliant, brilliant forward, particularly for his age. He's obviously been a man grown for some time, um, which is massively important in, in top-level sport, of course. The only criticism I would possibly level—I and do it more of a question rather than a kind of statement—because I'm not entirely sure myself—is is he that quick? Is he actually that quick? Is he, or is he like a Harry Kane type quick, where he's like,
3: you yeah, know, I, I think, think Kane
2: is a, a player. I think Kane is. Look, like, people will say he's never long... Career, but I, from what I've seen of him, I think that's a. Uh, that type of strike. People
3: find it hard to. I find, I've noticed that people find it hard to stop him, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily say that he's burning past people. But I think he I, I, protects I, the ball quite well. I wouldn't. He?
2: I wouldn't worry about any perceived lack of pace because I don't think he lacks pace. He's yeah, yeah. not lightning quick, but
1: well, he's also ahead of where Kane was. I mean, you can say what you like about whether he's good as good as Kane or not. Obviously, isn't at this point. But at the age he is, yeah. he's ahead of where Kane was. And he's,
2: yeah. and and what a club to be at as well to, yeah. for nurturing young talent, which is quite clear. But also the style of football and, and and so on and so forth, and he'll play. Yeah, I think that's the crucial thing. You know, you, the, 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 as I say, the last thing I think the neutral want, certainly Brighton fans want, is for a, a bigger club to come in in the summer and and you know stick him in there. But well, t- well
3: tough. Uh, well, yeah, 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 I mean,
2: yeah. That, that is how football works. It curi-
1: is a bit of more of a curious phenomenon than that, though, because if you see a player who stands out like that at a club that's perhaps not perceived to be one of the bigger clubs. That that club's normally struggling, and mm. they're a jewel in the crown, and it becomes yeah. inevitable. Actually, Brighton aren't traditionally a very big club, yeah. but they are doing very well. Right. So it's much more likely. I'm not mm. saying it's totally likely, but it's much more likely he would stay there longer because he's going to say, "Well, I'm going to play in Europe. Mm. I'm going to win games. I'm going to get chances," as Vish says, and that makes that. I think that moves the dial a little bit.
2: Which which big club really really need a striker and could do with Chelsea? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Expect a bid in January. Everybody. Get more players Have,
1: in. 110 million, 14 ten million, fourteen-year contract. <laughs> yeah, but it
2: is it is it, kind of like succession stuff, isn't it? It's just like yeah. it's making an offer they can't refuse. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. There, is, there is a not like if they There's c- a,
1: number. There's yeah. a number. There is a
2: number. Yeah. Um, How do
1: we get in touch with it? Was the last number we called? <laughs> what, was what, did, uh, what did Logan Roy say? Congratulations on saying the largest number.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> oh yes. dear. Uh, before we move <laughs> on
2: from this, did you uh, see that uh, former Everton? legend Peter Reed will soon be, we assume, uh, going for a drink with disgraced bastard
1: Dominic Cummings <laughs> well What's first of all Peter, Peter Reed is still an Everton legend not a yeah, sorry sorry sorry, now. a
2: former Everton player but, yeah. but very much an Everton yeah. legend I should mm. say Yeah, um, I don't uh,
1: think Dominic Cummings is the legend of much other than his own lunch hour is he <laughs> no.
2: is he allowed a lunch hour these days um, but we know this because Peter Reed uh, <laughs> said to him on, on, on X uh, hard man let's have a bevy <laughs> 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 so what, what is the yeah, I haven't know. even got to it yet I'll you, throw said, you in. Uh, London or Durham not a problem for me is Durham a, Durham a dig? It must be a dig.
3: Well, yeah, for, for the... Um, Barnard Castle. The, yeah, of course Barn- it is, yeah. It is, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, uh, I love it how he... Hard man. And then uh, Cummings, happy to send a DM. Drink when you're in London next. No question mark. In London Monday. Wonderful. Cummings, DM me your mobile. So they obviously took it to um to to the old direct messages where and, we can't see.
1: And someone's already put up a poster, mm. uh, mocked up a boxing poster um, Blues against uh, blood cancer present the knockdown for lockdown. Uh, <laughs> Peter Apollo Reed versus Dominic. I was just testing my eyes. Coming, um, and uh, I mean, you were saying it Pete. I think earlier It's like that would be uh, Peter Reed versus mm. Dominic Cummins in a in a celebrity boxing match. Mm. Be better than half a celebrity boxing match as you see these days. All of the massively. Celebrity.
4: And and probably um, uh, certainly on Reed's side, uh, uh, it wouldn't be a, a bit of a fix. I would say as well. <laughs> I, I would say that um, <clears throat> with with, with uh, is it not like that? Is Cummings now because he's the enemy of the government? My enemy's enemy is my friend, sort of thing. I'm worried that they might they might be the great romance of 2023. No, I, I don't it's like a strange it. start, mm, hard man. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think Peter Reid. I think Peter Reed wants some blood. Do you think that's yeah. What yeah, it is? because that's why he's put Durham in there as a dig? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. I think that Dominic Cummings, who is essentially really um, an unemployable weirdo Mm. operating on the fringes, who's been thrust into the mainstream as a lot of... Problematic p- political figures have been. Stop staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> you have been thrust into the mainstream, mate. That's you accent. Uh, And Accent. Yeah. Still outside. Uh, and and what's happened is I don't think Dominic coming really knows much about who Peter Reed is. He probably mm. looked him up and saw he was a footballer. Saw he's a legend. Mm. Looks at him as quite a friendly face. Yep. Um, mm. Probably saw him on um, Twitter um, sitting in his tyre. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and Peter Reed's going to batter him.
2: No, I just yeah, think definitely. I think Reed is too he's too fun loving to, to, to get stuck in. Fun loving Reid really left wing. I know he is. Yeah, but he's but really think, tough. Think, yeah, as but well. I think I think he'll start. He'll have Cummins crying on his shoulder at the end. Going, what have I done? Look, come on, son, just don't. Yeah, don't yeah do.
3: and they'll take a selfie together and they'll post yeah. it. And, and be Peter like, Reid nice will to go. go nice, to be have a proper discussion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a conversation <laughs> in the marketplace of ideas. Reid will say, he
2: apologised, I heard him. Go on, do it again for the camera." And that's what it'll be.
3: And bang, Dominic comes and saw
1: a three-year deal at Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <don't>
3: it's, <laughs> all the, it's all that that kind of sp- that specific sphere of politics in terms of people who've actually moved out of main politics quote unquote mm. in the last three years is very footbally because you can see them do little things like you'll go and meet him and people are like oh you know what he's alright actually in the yeah. way that like your disgraced striker comes back and scores goals mm. similarly Rory Stewart yeah. yeah you know people love his podcast it's a very good podcast look at his voting records yeah 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 yep yeah, yep yeah. Yeah, yeah. Completely completely agree. I will look at them. Good.
2: Maybe in the break. But yeah. before we go for that break, um, we've just been talking about Brighton, of course. Uh, on the subject of them, head over to On the Continent uh, and check out today's episode of Ask OTC where there is some great insight from David Cartilage about Roberto De Zerbi's former assistant, Francesco Farioli, who is doing some exciting things at Nice. Nice it, Peter. Uh, yeah. He's only 34, <laughs> but uh, David explains why a Premier League team will be snapping him up in no time. So search On the Continent.
1: Don't push me. You're on television. Doesn't look good does
3: not good being manhandled by
2: security, Eric. It's man United, a big club. <laughs> about everybody. Not Gary a good luck,
4: Eric. Gary Cottrell there. Not good look, Eric. That um, <laughs> was back you? when Eric Tenghard was like the enforcer that Manchester United needed. Uh, at yeah. uh,
1: one, uh, one point, Gary Cottrell in there, who is th- just the worst. At one point, he says... <laughs> he's been talking he, about Cummings. He said, it doesn't look good being manhandled by security, Eric. Man United are a big club. It's <laughs> a it. weird what does thing mean? to say. Does, yeah.
2: look, yeah. it, does he say that if he's like chucked out of a club? Doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good for you. No. Yeah, you're the one being
1: chucked we out we are a big club yeah. that's why we haven't got to worry about little scroaks like you <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Manchester United head to West London on Saturday at 12.30 it
1: get me off cool. the leash now yeah because I want to talk about Man United well
2: Eric Tenard was defiant after the defeat on Wednesday saying I'm confident I can do it Um,
3: Let me do it Again Ah!
2: That was just before uh, Gary Cotter was taken away again I can have him (laughs) Um, At this moment We are in a bad place And I take responsibility for it But I'm a fighter I see it as a challenge Incidentally Sporting manager Ruben Amorim Is being touted As a possible successor To Big Eric Ten Haas That'll
3: sort it Mm. Mm.
2: The rumours are circulating Someone even mentioned Zinedine Zidane
3: Why would would he want it? Exactly,
2: yeah. Why would he want the hassle of that? Um, But the fact of the matter is, Vish, you are hearing one or two names now. Now, it's probably just paper talk, but it shows you where Eric Ten Hag is. I think a a couple of weeks ago, people said, well, what what will be this point of sacking the coach? It'd be ridiculous. That's not going to prove anything. Well, uh, people are saying that the players are unhappy with how he's going about things. The Jaden Sancho thing has actually been a bit of a sticking point, Mm. reportedly, with some of the players. Do you
3: think old Eric will be off soon? Um, probably. I feel like so. November, the Newcastle game in particular was the start of quite a big month in terms of they got you know Copenhagen, FC Copenhagen midweek next week. They got Galatasaray away later on. There were a lot. Basically, United could be out of the Champions League. November. that the end would be big. That would be huge. um, League wise, it's a little easier. But what does that mean anymore? Um, so mm. I, I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised. Obviously, there's been a lot of injuries to deal with. But as you said, the fact that you're hearing names. You're hearing names because someone within the club, as, as happens elsewhere, is basically floating, positing the. When, when the question is posed to them, is you know, are you going to give them time? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you looking at other managers? Probably. Yeah. Um, that's just generally the way it goes. Yeah. Um, I don't really see a way that it's going to change anytime soon. I think the sticking point of the, about the players is, a, is, uh, you know, while probably correct, is also a bit naff. Really, like calling out a guy, maybe he shouldn't have done it publicly, but he was asked about it and he was mm-hmm. honest about it. Someone who isn't training well, someone who hasn't performed well, is not going to be in the match day squad for the Arsenal game. That kind of makes sense. That should be mm. just be the standard. Apparently it's not. Yeah. I think if you look at the way the players have gone about it, it's not been particularly good. And it doesn't help when your best players, your streakiest players, and they happen to be in a dip right now in Fernandes and... And Rashford but I would also say like on the field there's no real discernible plan you don't really get a sense that mm. they built on there was a, probably a two month period at the start of the year February going into April when it looked like something was forming obviously yeah. they beat Barcelona they mm-hmm. get to the League Cup final they win that and it's it was just built on sand it kind of makes me question what happened over the summer as well and to be honest I think there's generally needs to be a bit of recalibration about how people talk about Manchester United not just people who support Manchester United because you can talk about the owners all you want, but mm-hmm. ultimately, manager comes in, nothing really moves yeah. forward. There's an the idea that it should move forward because it's because of the stars of the club. It doesn't really work like that. You need to have people, people pulling together in quite a meaningful way, and that hasn't happened for a while. And because of that, United are just a couple of rungs down from where they were before. You can't just suddenly click your fingers and get back up there. Mm-hmm. You see what happens with Spurs. Spurs are going to have a brilliant season. Spurs are going to be nowhere near... The top two, let's say, by the end of it—that's that's that's, that's my opinion. But right. they they are building something that is sustainable going forward. But it shows you what a managerial appointment can do. Yeah, it can, yeah, exactly. But Spurs it's, it's, have
2: still got the same. I know. I know. I'm not trying to say. Oh, Leave off the owners at Manchester United. No, very much still going no, on. But them.
3: like, but, but they, they, it's almost like a separate issue, really, in yeah, terms of like you can still rip-
2: perform well with with uh, undesirable owners. Yeah, but I understand that is still a big issue. At the you club. So still, I, don't want, to, I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to trivialise that.
3: Sure, but you can still play well with a leaky roof. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you, you You absolutely can. But I mean Manchester United. Yeah, I mean to, to compare them, Spurs. I mean eleven points off Spurs after ten games. You know Manchester United you say Spurs are not <laughs> going to finish in the top two but, but, so, United... so,
3: no, but just before because that, that's going to be taken out of context especially just the way you're framing it there what I'm saying is no, 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 takes, I'm, not, I'm not taking it, it out of context takes, it's, I'm well, trying to move yeah, it on from... sure, but what I'm saying is it takes time to get there and United have just like never even got near the step that Angie has in the first three months of, of course. taking over at Spurs and,
2: and so with Manchester United what I'm saying is you were saying Arsenal that the Spurs won't finish in the top two fair enough Manchester United at the moment are not going to finish in the top four they could go out of the Champions League in the next, what, month or, or whatever it would be. Math, yeah, it would be because before yeah, yeah. Christmas. Um It's it all lifts and butts at the moment, but that, I would say, maybe not going out of going out the Champions League, uh, perhaps. But um, I, I don't think many people would back them to finish in the top four. Um, compare it, as I say, to last season, as we have done so many times in other people's. I mean, forget they got to an FA Cup final when only beaten by the best side in, in European football, without a doubt. So, um, Luke Moore, uh, w- w- at the moment with Manchester United, it's obviously very, very uh, poor. It's very, very troubling if you're a Manchester United supporter. What on earth do they do? Can they do anything in the short term? What, the
4: fans? They can do fuck all. <laughs> well,
2: they can do nothing. Okay, but yeah, at they're... the club, the, you know.
4: Pair your ticket, get rained on, go on. What I find
1: remarkable... <laughs> what I find, yeah, what, even if there's a roof, you still get on. What I find remarkable about it is, is, is the kind of... Um, Beast that is Manchester United. That you know, you can talk about a team who've won three of their last five games, and still it still feels like a massive crisis. Mm -hmm. And it feels like the 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 direction of travel, (laughs) the the direction of travel for United is is one where now it looks like the manner of their two defeats they've just suffered. Now everything looks like a tough game. Mm -hmm. You know, if you make it, and you contextualise it around them going to Craven Cottage this weekend. I mean, it's a massive opportunity for Fulham. Mm-hmm. And, and, and any team worth their salt in this kind of um, opportunity to play a big scalp, they smell blood and they go after it. And if they can do that, United have got Copenhagen away in the Champions League. Stakes are high, as you've already said. And they play Luton at home. I mean, it's impossible, for me at least, mm-hmm. If they limp into the game against Luton and Luton, don't win at home to Luton, Luton, he he can't Whoa. he can't stand the job. Well, he also, can't. I mean, on it. that
2: yeah. on that, yeah. yeah, that chapter champion, the Champions League, got to go away to Galatasaray. Yeah, and and they'll be up for that. And they got That's to play after Bayern, that though, yeah. yeah, and they've got to play Bayern Munich as well. So is, is
3: it also, of, the Copenhagen game? Copenhagen's record at home is very good. Yeah. Oh, they'll 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 they'll, they'll, they'll
1: fancy it massively. And I think you're know, going back to the, some of the things that, that Vish said. Yeah, and, and he didn't say it specifically today, but he has said it before is the idea of the environment the players are in. Mm-hmm. What environment... And so um, when you talk about you know, the ownership and you talk about, as I said, the direction of travel, and, and we heard um, Gary Neville after, and a couple of other people after, I think it was after the City game, talking, I think it was Carragher, just goading him or whatever, talking about why the ownership is relevant. I think it's relevant because, of course, the ownership of a team, of a club, isn't really necessarily going to affect how a team plays on the day necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. That's I think we can all kind of get on board with that. But I think what it does is it, is it ultimately it informs the overall environment. Yeah. And so if you've got players that are able to perform and, and behave more importantly like they did against Newcastle at home, but I think it's, it's no disgrace to lose a game against Newcastle. They're a good team, mm. you know, right? They made so many changes and Man, United bodies, Man United's body language was so poor and, and their attitude was so bad that it makes you think, like, they must have some kind of idea of how they're being perceived by their fans and by the wider football community. Dallow did that but, night. <laughs> particularly at home. But, but I've seen that, I mean, I saw Dallow come on at, at Spurs and he did okay. Like mm. he's, 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 and Andy always says that he keeps good players out of the Portugal team sometimes. Mm-hmm. So he's got capability. But how they can go into that environment at home against Newcastle, knowing how they're perceived, because they must know and behave like that, that says to me, well, what they're actually able to do every day, the players, is act with impunity and they're not being stopped doing it. And that either comes from Ten Hag, or it comes from the director of football operations, whatever job title totally he's got, and the ownership. And you you talk about the Sancho thing, another bit of evidence. Talk about Anthony. Anthony's another example of it. You know, he comes in for a, a huge amount of money. I understand there's a lot of pressure on him, and he shows flashes last season. I think this season he's had no goals, no, assist, no assists, no made no contribution whatsoever. And and Andy
2: he's, Cole said on Wednesday, playing with Anthony would drive me mad. Yeah, but he's still being,
1: you, My point is, he's still. I mean, he's not being picked every game, mm, but he's still playing. Yeah.
3: Well, he's basically played. Well, he's played most games since he's returned from Brazil.
1: I know he's. Got, I know he's got a lot of things hanging over him, which obviously we can't talk about on here. But it, you know, it's just a, there's a wider. I think there's a wider malaise. You, you know, it's not that long ago you know, since the Mason Greenwood thing, which was massively botched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it just shows if you put all these circumstantial pieces of evidence together, what does it? What does it tell you? Massive amount. at best it's just mm. fuzzy thinking. No one's got any direction. At worst it's just fucking negligence. It's overall negligence mm. overseeing one of the biggest institutions in British football. And that's how you World link football. The, yeah, and that's how you link the ownership through to the team because the whole thing is symptomatic of a wider problem. And
2: perhaps if the owners were there, I mean, again, what what is this worth? And and does it sort of always work out like this? But to have the owner come in and try and galvanize them, not necessarily in some sort of you know braveheart type speech, but just to kind of be visible and go, right, I know there's this things all over the place. You carry on doing what you're doing. We're going to solve it and whatnot. Mm. Which I would imagine. Say while, you know while he was still at the club, someone like you know Chelsea had plenty of bits and pieces, not quite like this, but someone like abramovich you know and we we 're you know glad that he 's no longer involved in English football, but an owner like him who is very much behind the scenes might do something like that, or at least a representative of the owner or something, but yeah, it is all over the place
1: and, and now can I just also add one more piece of evidence to this kind of for the for the prosecution if you like and, and I would say that it also lends itself to the transfer policy. the transfer policy at united is just Go and spend fucking loads of money on a really high profile player and chuck him in the mix. And I don't know how anyone thinks that's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Man United are always going to pay a bit more for players because of the size of club they are and because of the way the media industry works around them. And so they're probably going to, there's probably a Man United premium. But when was the last time Man United bought a player um, that wasn't either. I mean, I suppose the only one you can really think of is probably Johnny Evans, a free transfer. Mm-hmm. They, 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 either, they either loan players like Amrabat and um, and Regulon or whatever for. And I think with Amrabat, it's probably understand they're going to spend loads of money on the fucking guy. They just probably can get it done earlier. Or they go and buy like Hoyland for 75 million or, or Mason Mount for 65 million or mm. Jane. Like, no, no point do they go and just. You know, it doesn't seem like they've got any sort of policy or any kind of plan what to is go and it? This is pick out little it, bits of pieces
2: that they need. This is why I find it odd that, you know, in one sense you could say they have back Ten Hag, you know, on uh, Ajax, you know, they had a, a little bit more of a philosophy as you would you would expect. But on the other hand, like, are they making signs where he's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'll quite happy to have that player. Great,
3: well, we're yes. going to get in there. I just, I don't know what's yeah, going on there. Yeah, I, I could, that thing of, I wouldn't say no to that. Yeah. But. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think you guys are right. And I think what you're talking yeah. about there is actually when when the conversation in, in the football kind of you know, commentary about whether Eric Ten Hag has quote-unquote been backed or not, it's kind of a red herring. Mm. It doesn't matter because yeah. it's not, no one honestly thinks, no one worth their salt who knows about football thinks that the more money you spend on transfers, the more success you're going to have. That's just not how it is. Mm. There are sort of certain metrics where you can link it to player wages and to strategies and stuff like that. But there's no policy. There's no kind of strategy. It's just, oh, he's available. He said he wants to come. Um, obviously, as you said, Eric Tenhal's not going to say no. No manager is going to say no to having a really talented player. Mm-hmm. But is there any thought about how they mix together?
2: Well, one of their big signs of course, Casimira Picked up an injury on Wednesday, so he won't be playing, uh, according to reports. In this game, so if that is true, and if. If it is the case, then Jau will be going. Thank you very much. Yeah, Marcus, I will boss that
3: midfield. I think Jau would have said that if Casemiro was. <laughs> so from the from the
1: front point of view, you're you're much closer to how Fulham have been playing. Marcus and the rest of us. Are Fulham gonna? Are they gonna see this game and the opportunity? Going to go? We got a real chance here.
2: What was pleasing about the second half of the Brighton game when Fulham came back and drew one all? Is Fulham started to play a bit more on the front foot and started to press mm-hmm. higher. And last season they did that so well that that you saw it. You were there. I, I know it sounds stupid going. Back to the first game of last season, yeah. but I think I think Fulham surprised a few teams where they played Liverpool, in that yeah, Liverpool yeah. game, yeah. and 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 Craven Cottage um, became a place where Fulham would often play on the front foot, and they would take the game to teams. We haven't seen that as much this season partly because obviously teams will be aware of that so they'll turn up and think oh, okay we, we know what they're going to do so we'll we'll uh, you know make a, a, a adjustments and so on mm-hmm. and also there are you know a couple of handfuls of teams better than Fulham in the league lest we forget but missing mitrovic and I'll go on about it i think fulham have been less confident of pressing high not that mitrovic is is good at the pressing but having that focal point, and so getting up right. there. And I think, you know, you, they get up there, and they, oh, the, the big man's not there, okay. So a few more sideways passes, all that kind of stuff. But again, they boded well against Brighton. It boded well against Ipswich. Ipswich are flying high in the championship. Of course, Fulham are favourites for that game, but you go away there, and they're playing really well. A good and team, to comfortably yeah. win, 3-1, yeah. could have maybe uh, one or two on, more.
1: On the Mitrovic thing, I think, mm. I wouldn't say too much about the press, but what I would say is, I've seen Fulham a lot, with and without Mitrovic. And what Mitrovic would do, it's not just his goals, he'd give him a chance to get up <clears> the pitch, he'd give him a breather, yeah. mm. he'd stick up Hold there. The, yeah. drop massively. players as well, yeah. Just, yeah. just without we, the ball. Exactly. And, and, and Vinicius <coughs> and Hikma Jimenez, yeah, they're just not... They've got different... Vinicius different is talents, probably the not closest a, one to... He's like, like a poor man's Mitrovic. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like into, a diet Mitch yeah, Mitch.
2: Yeah, I mean And you've got Munez as well who, who got his goal, but he, I don't think he would start. So, look, you're right. Fulham should build on these sort of... I was only two results, but, you know, a little bit more positive stuff. Not that it's been terrible this season, of course, and go, right, these lot are, are, are struggling at the moment. Let's go and take it to them. So I uh, think
3: the way that um, teams have been able to play through Manchester United this season, especially teams who haven't been overly confident, like Wolves at Old Trafford, where mm-hmm. they probably yeah. should have won. Yeah, um, they definitely should have won. You yeah. think you th- think Fulham should go into this and be like, we don't have to do. Yeah, as in, like, if we do what we're good at, yeah. we should be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I, I, I think, I think my
1: feeling. The only kind of thing I would say, and Marcus, you may not like this much, but it doesn't look like Tim Ream having the best season. No. And Calvin Bassey's not started very well, mm-hmm. and they're both probably going to start centre back, right? And then you talk about Polinia, but Pellini only really going to be able to do what he can do in front of them if they can do their bit as well. Mm. And I think that that to me, there's a part of it that just feels a bit like a bit tailor-made for Hoyland to batter them around and get a goal. You know, yeah, look, Manchester United. lest we forget are going to be favourites for this game. Mm. You know, so we could yeah. we
2: could chat away here, but but if 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 I mean, you make a fair point there. I don't know um, if if um, that would be the centre back partnership, but it could it could be, um, you know injuries uh, uh, willing Um, but Fulham do have a little bit of pace on the break if you know if Willian's in the side you know Deckard of read, I do oh the Fulham fans love that little chap so anyway we we shall see um, uh, of course Um, we mentioned uh, very very briefly um, Ajax earlier um, and we're going to mention them again because old Eric Tenhaga I mean if you think things are bad at Manchester United He's former club, Ajax, you know, it's, it's just a trail of destruction. Well, I think that's what <laughs> he says. He
4: says, if I live Money United, what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got yeah. to stay.
3: I'm taking a router with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, well, uh, reports <laughs> emerged yesterday that the former Chelsea and Barcelona assistant, Henk Ten Kate, uh, forgive your pronunciation, was approached by Ajax for the interim job. But he turned it down for good reason because he's going to star in a police crime drama on TV instead.
4: You have to take those opportunities when they come, <laughs> haven't he's, you?
2: He's in football. That's yeah. safe.
4: that's safe. That's, that's safe. in the bag. He's got that. He's still going to get the ball back on.
1: Um, he's probably thinking, "Well,
4: you know, I actually still be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We might not get a second series. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll pop up then." <laughs>
3: Yeah. this is not going to improve that quickly, it'll be easier you know? to do when they're in the first division yeah. so there look, you go I, I look I, I just want to Im- improve the global awareness of police crime dramas <laughs> yeah. there's not also, enough of them I've read a lot about it here <laughs> it's only yeah. John Le Carre, and I, I think <laughs> the world needs to see this it actually
1: gets better than that because he's currently the assistant manager of Suriname mm. so he's, he's mm. jacking that in
2: yeah well yeah <laughs> and, and and there we are. Big Hank's going to be on the TV, everybody. Nice. Uh, right. Uh, also on TV will be Luton Town versus Liverpool, Sunday at 4.30. Um, uh, of course, uh, Luton's hosted Spurs last time. And now they're hosting Liverpool. Welcome to the Premier League, Luton, eh, Vish?
3: I am very worried for Luton, not because of... Not,
2: Is it the little stadium? Is it the little stadium, Vish?
3: Well, not necessarily because of what could happen on the field, but there's every chance Darwin Nunez ends up Chasing down his first start and barreling through someone's house, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah. The thug, is it the Kool Aid guy? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Luton's pitch
2: is, is someone's back garden, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah, They're very kind. They just sort of let them play. See, on see it the
1: Athletic putting the putting the boot on Luton as well this week. Were they? Like they? They did a they did a list of the twenty. That I ranked the twenty Premier League rounds. right in order from best to worst. <laughs> they did a li- they did a listicle article. I know, right? Yeah, right. Okay, that's what you're paying for these days. <laughs> but don't worry, I don't do any really breaking news. And and um, number twenty was Bournemouth. They got oh. they got given the old they got given the tin tack. And right. um, Lut- Luton was nineteen. Nineteen. Luton right. was 19th. It was the last time they just come back into the Premier League. What was their argument? Took a bunch exactly. of absolute boffins. <laughs> Poor old boy. Let me guess. Crunched uh, some numbers. Third bottom was uh,
4: Brentford or something. I can't remember. It, but right. I'm not now with the new stadium. Spurs no. was number one. Yeah, I thought you yeah. was Spurs number one.
1: Going back to the Luton versus links. Liverpool. Please. It reminded me, I'm old enough, sadly, to remember that little period of a few years where Luton and Liverpool played each other quite a lot. In the oh, cup, I don't remember it myself. I remember Javier um, Alonso scored from his own half. I remember it well. They Was <laughs> Javier oh,
2: Alonso? I thought you were talking like, like early nineties, like eighties or something. You all I did remember say, Alonso.
3: I said, I said fifteen years ago, didn't I? Did you really? I think so. Maybe oh, you weren't um, yeah. listening. Was that the Steve McNulty era?
1: Um, I think Mike Newell was manager of Luton. No, no, well, but Mike you know, Steve
3: McNulty—they they had a player the was like, oh, the big guy. <laughs> the big guy's No, guy, it's before yeah. that. All right, it's before right. that. Um, they won okay.
1: 5-3 Liverpool at at Kenilworth Kenil- Kenil- <laughs> Road, uh, and then they played them again a couple of years later, and they drew, and, they, and then Liverpool beat them in the replay. And I thought to myself, doesn't, doesn't time fly when um, they're now playing
3: in the league? But then, as I said, oh, it yes. was 2006, yeah. so, 2008. <laughs> Just <coughs> looking Steve
4: McNulty, it's, it's lovely stuff.
3: Yeah, you don't yeah. see many
4: of those anymore. No. So
3: the, the you know, other interesting about Steve McNulty, um, he's actually American, but he speaks with an English accent. There you go. I His love
4: stuff. it
2: good stuff he does look like something out of a Guy Ritchie film he does yeah. um, Andros Townsend should be
1: involved
3: oh good <laughs> not in Guy Ritchie <laughs> that's films now but in a, this game apparently it's
1: that's nice. now a talking point on this show
3: is it it's nice to well why isn't it we're talking about Luton <laughs> versus Liverpool Luton might play a player that they have yeah oh yeah no, he'll be on the bench though yeah. he's not going to start will he yeah, of course he will why is that
1: because he's not good enough anymore not
2: good enough great pundit though no he can't he's say a very, he's a very he good, good pundit. very good pundit, yeah. pundit he's still a good player mm. he'll get a big move after this. What are you doing? Move. doing? Move. We've moved houses. I, I'm, I'm biting back yeah. is what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> Fighting the good fight. Exactly. Let yeah. me put it this way for you, right? Fulham Fulham are, you put it that way. Fulham are playing May United this weekend. We talked We've, about we that. We have talked about that. Would you be happy if Andros Townsend started against May United for Fulham?
2: would well, no, because it would be against the rules. Be, if it... <laughs> <be> against the... <laughs> this is we against can the get rules. A you fool. And we respect rules Honestly, here. Yeah, yeah. Just, that just, would be funny. Not, wouldn't I do it? not understand. In, in some kind of
4: weird, sort of anti Premier League um, sort of protest, you just mm. feel as a player just was completely <laughs> ineligible. I, this, I think that's the
1: future of football. Freelance players. This,
4: yeah.
2: this is uh, this is the type of game where the aforementioned Darwin Nunes could have an absolute stinker.
1: Oh, yeah, he missed 14 chances. Yeah,
2: and Luton battle for a draw. Including a penalty. Can, can anybody see Luton getting anything out of this? Luton?
1: Absolutely fucking
4: no way <laughs> on earth.
2: Luke, you... Um, that could be clipped to come Monday. Yeah.
4: Um, you... The problem is he does get quite a lot of predictions right and it upsets me more than it will ever upset you, Marcus. You... <laughs> well, I don't hate the man, Peter.
1: Marcus just doesn't, Marcus just doesn't acknowledge them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, it's now time for the Football Round. We'll with Betfair. With Betfair, you can build your own accumulators this season with a 90-minute payout. Uh, where all winning selections will be paid out in 90 minutes on their match odds, 90 markets, regardless of what happens in added time. So today and every Friday, each of us will choose our own weekend Premier League game and build an Acca of four match odds 90 bets now before we get into it this is the current record of each of the presenters and their selection so Marcus you've got 8 out of 10 impressive very good it's the best record Um, Pete you've got 2 out of 6 it's what people would expect no it's better
2: than I think what people would
1: expect I've got 4 out of 7 Yeah, it's not bad. And Vish has got four out of six now. Vish, that's a very good record on paper—66.6 percent success. Um, However, we have noticed, or I've noticed, that Mm. the teams you pick—I mean, three of the wins, (laughs) three of the wins have been against. It's been you've backed Man City Mm. against Leverhead Reserves, (laughs) Brave Gospel Vikings under (laughs) ten, and the last and the cast of Last of the Summer Wine. (laughs) So you need to step up. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see who you've backed uh, this this time
3: around. Um, Who have you gone for, Vish? I've gone for Manchester City. No, you <laughs> no, have gone.
1: you Have you by <laughs> chance chosen a team to beat the statistically
3: the worst Premier League team in history? Away from home, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've San
2: Marino are be- not playing this week. <laughs> 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 I've, <gone for, laughs>
3: I've gone for Wolves to beat Sheffield United. Oh, brave, brave boy, brave boy. Yeah. Uh, because because Sheffield United. Sorry, because of because Wolves beat Man City a few games ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's
1: a brave one there. Very yeah. brave. As soon as as Very soon as brave. producer Finn asked him for this lecture, you just vicious typing. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye, England's rolls. That's <laughs> you, Vish. <laughs> Um, Marcus I didn't do it <laughs> 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 Marcus
2: um, uh, Palace to win against Burnley away from home away from mm. home got so two
4: away wins so far Peter I think this is going to be a big old elastoplast on Eric Ten Hag's uh, Manchester United career uh, Fulham versus Man United Man United to win mm, I Ooh. can see that having a so yeah, yeah, three yeah,
1: away yeah, yeah, yeah. wins to start with um, and I've, I'll finish up by saying I've gone for Newcastle to beat Arsenal
4: oh big Ooh, one that's brave I would say. Oh, yeah. that's a tough brave. one to call
1: so in summary Palace to win Man United to win Wolves to win Newcastle to win a £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £238 and 25 pence and if we win and when we win yeah. damn it all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK plus for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend and there's been a few this season of oh. course because of the extended injury time Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK there's probably be about a minimum of 15 in the, in the Newcastle game uh, minutes that is remember with <laughs> Betfair this season when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by stoppage time drama will not be affected and that's the same for our Ramble Acker 2. Uh, exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook T's and C's apply 18 plus only and for more information on responsible gambling head to BeGambleAware.org It's time
4: for this! Dean Smith also says you encyclopedia of football.
0: What? An <laughs> encyclopedia of football.
4: I don't know what that means. Marcus Speller, stop swearing at uh, Vish because that is cruel. Look what Vish has written on his paper um, at me. I'm
3: nothing yet. What no, right not right are not are you think? What
4: did he he did he he say, right? Go on, hold it up. No, other side, please. Other side, turn it over. I, I can't really. Oh, he's, it's, it's, it's a
3: bad word. Yeah, um, are you all down. very, very, very fortunate? I'm it, even
1: though. agreeing to fucking play this again after last time. You yeah, know. come on. Well, come on. You must have been disappointed on my behalf, Marcus. Look,
3: Pete means business. He's pulled out his
4: pocket square. I pulled out my pocket square. Uh, right, it is a simple game of categories. If you go too slow, you're going to be hearing Gary Neville's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds. Official game archivist, uh, Jimmy to the B. If Marcus wins today, he will have held the lineal title longer than everyone else combined this season, six weeks. So let's get started. Oof. The treatment I get, though. What? Last time I
1: got completely fucked. You lost yeah, well, it. Well, I, I think it, I. I
4: it, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, kick off with uh, round number one. Uh, teams that have beaten Pep Guardiola's Man City in the Premier League since he took over in 2016. There've only been 15 teams. Fuck you! That's amazing. What's that? Teams that have beaten wow. Pep in the Premier League, League. in the Premier okay. League only since he took over in 2016. Uh, uh, let's kick off with you. Manchester United. Manchester United five times. Liverpool. Liverpool four times. Uh, Arsenal have done it. Arsenal have done it once. Spurs Spurs have done it 6 times. Wow. That's impressive, isn't that it? Really is good. good isn't yeah.
2: not have happened to Wanderers.
4: Wolves have done it 3 times, yep. Um
1: I think that
4: <sighs> Newcastle. They certainly have once.
3: We 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 bonjour. Bonjour, Mish. It's t- Southampton?
4: We got there just. Are we counting that? I thought it was. was All right, fair dues, fair dues. Yes, Southampton have done it once, correct. Well done, Bush. Marcus. Not easy under that pressure. (sighs) Yeah, it's good. Crystal Palace. Twice, correct.
1: Uh, I've got a feeling that tonight's going to be (laughs) I'm going to take a little bit of a flyer here. Right. I think Burnley might
4: have done it.
3: Ooh.
1: Ah, so i on the dice. Not one, dice a,
4: not one of the bees. Unfortunately. How many t-
3: teams do we have left?
4: Um, I don't know because nobody's been crossing them out.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not going to try and count.
3: Um,
4: there were 15 when we started. That <laughs> says probably five left. It's Torres oh. to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. Liverpool oh right. sorry because he's Ollie chosen isn't it not oh. Ollie Liverpool unfortunately so there you go can I have, can I have another one <laughs> Marcus Leicester City Leicester ah, City annoying. three times Luke Wait. had that one by those hands of things no I
1: didn't but I just I know Marcus's face when he's got it yeah well I and did it's, smile and wink it's, at a very infuriating
4: <laughs> his, his nipples his nipples start a leak
1: it's, it's like, <laughs> the, it's like, the, it's like yeah, and it's also like the equivalent do you know what start playing in my head the Bayern Munich can-can <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who right. else, uh, Peter? Who have you got, Lukey Mo? Oh, he's out, he's out. Oh, he's out, not oh, he? Sorry. Can you give me the point? Uh, yeah, I think I can. Thank yeah. you. Well done. Could. Uh, you could have had, uh, uh, I'll just go through the list. Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Brentford. Crystal Palace, Everton, uh, Leeds, mm. Leicester, Liverpool, Manchester United, Newcastle, Norwich, Southampton, Spurs and Wolves. Well done. I, yeah. Guys, I'm really proud of you all. Yeah. And well <laughs> done, Marcus, for winning that Whatever round. Whatever I do, I never get a point. I'm going go for Chelsea. But I should be. have, yeah.
2: Chelsea,
4: yeah. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> All right, year. next round kicking off with you, Marcus Bella. Oh. Forbes' top oh, 20. God. Oh, God, Forbes. Forbes' most uh, top 20 most valuable football teams in 2023. Forbes' top 20 most valuable football teams in 2023. Worldwide. Worldwide. Mr. Um, worldwide, baby.
2: Real Madrid. <laughs> and don't tell me that's a safe
4: wrong. bet. <laughs> a safe bet. But they're not that high on the list. They're 18th. Blimey! Mm. Yeah. Blimey O'Reilly! Uh, it's not an order of finance. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in alphabetical. You, oh, They're very high. I think a, they might a, be top. There's a clue. There's a <laughs> clue. <laughs> so, yeah. Lovely stuff. All right, Luke. Um, I'll go with Manchester United. <laughs> Manchester United. Six billion pounds. Manchester <laughs> City. Manchester City. 4.99 billion. Chelsea. Oh, it's a cheeky 3.1. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, presumably Liverpool got be in there uh, Liverpool in there 5.29 billion Arsenal Arsenal 2.26 billion Barcelona Barcelona
2: Oh no they're, they, they're, they're nothing actually They're nothing They're
3: <laughs> nothing so, so it's actually. not real money Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 They've got a lot of that Five, Otherwise that would be better for them wouldn't <laughs>
4: it? 5.51 billion Marcus Well done
1: uh, I'm going to have to suggest that Bayern Munich are in there Yeah sure They're sure, in right.
4: there 4.86 billion uh Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur are in there. Yeah. Sneaking in with 2.8. I like this one. It's good, Let, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm, good. It is good. Atletico like Madrid. Ooh. 1.54 billion correct. Well done. well done. Get in there. So I had
1: two two flyers and that was one mm. of them.
4: The other right. one I had was Juventus. Yeah, I had them. Uh they are in there at 2.60. Yeah, Juve are in there. Juve are in there. Come on, Brazil. The, the, old lady, lost, many, they can't the really. Rich Old Lady. The Rich Old Lady in fineries. <laughs> the Rich Old Lady. Yeah. Uh PSG. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 4.21. <laughs> um ooh. ooh, ooh Uwe uh, Rosler's teams. Uh, um there's a strange one in here. There's a strange one under there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a strange one. There's, There's an, egg an egg under there. there. an egg under there. It's AC Milan. Get- Ooh. I'm not confident with that. Oh, 1.4. there you go. 1.4. Get Very the Emerson area in there.
1: Oh, now it's getting tough, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is.
4: Getting it is. tough now, baby. It is, baby. Um, There's a couple of really interesting ones in. I like
1: it. I'm going I'm to go for Borussia Dortmund. Do you know what? I thought about
4: them. I did think that. But they hate money. Yes, 1.93 billion Not that yeah. much though Not, Not that much, much.
3: We'd love to be running that and that team What do we have so far? I've
1: never been In a round this long
4: I'm still alive In uh, the round It's a live round exercise it's Torres <laughs> to oh, Into my land? Oh, into do. my land My lord <laughs> That was, right.
2: that was the 1A. One 1.03. Had. I've got no nothing written down. So we're all even now because yeah. you started. I did yeah. start, yeah. he started it. We we're all on mate. fumes
1: now, I've got nothing written mm. down either.
2: Most valuable brand names, you say.
1: Give him the button. Nah, don't it's do that.
2: Roma. Been... I'm not comfortable with
1: that at all.
4: I wouldn't be either. <laughs> what year was it? 2023? 2023.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick it out Where here. I'm from. gonna stick this out here.
2: There's no way Roma are gonna be
1: in there. I was, do you know what? I might Where's go that? for Aston Villa.
4: I'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, You'll be so surprised when you when you see, when you see uh, a lot of the other ones. So Especially you get one right, don't give no more
2: clues. West yeah. Ham.
4: 1.8 oh, well done Fair Fair there are some
3: stonkers on this list. London Stadium
4: yeah. is what I AC Milan Arsenal Atlanta United FC Atletico uh, Barcelona Bayern Munich Chelsea Crystal Palace 806 <laughs> yes. million the, Finora. I, yeah. Dortmund Inter Milan Juve LA Galaxy uh, LAFC, uh, Liverpool uh, Manchester City Manchester United PSG Real Madrid at Spurs and West Ham Wow Crystal Palace in there I think we I did like pretty that. well then. Yeah I think you did not really, really well To be yeah. honest Alright Lukey yeah, For me The end result
1: is the
4: same <laughs> Force the tar break. Here we go yeah, Come on Force it Come on um, Men's players who have finished In the top three For the Copper Trophy Which is presented oh. to the best player Under 21 At the Ballon d'Or ceremony oh, Men's a... players who have finished In the top three For the <laughs> Copper Trophy So is not just the winner Yeah It's top three
3: Jude Bellingham Yep 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 <laughs> Well played sir Well yep. played Uh Gavi Oh,
4: he was the last year's winner, correct? A flex for flex sake, yeah. that, that is lovely stuff. Mmm, mm. Right, right. So. Fucking Gary Neville the cunt. Football players, <laughs> <you'd say. laughs> <Football> player, <laughs> <as> you say. Football players, <laughs> you say.
3: Gary
2: Neville the cunt. <laughs> uh, Martin Odegaard.
1: <laughs> oh, yes! I thought the fella out early job. on. <laughs> throwing
2: yourself out yes. there. Yes.
1: Um, I'll obviously Wait,
2: go for. Um, I can't believe I want Vish to win this.
1: <laughs> I'll go for. Um, <laughs> Erling Holland. Erling
2: oh, Holland. What am I doing? What am I doing? What? <laughs> oh, here we go! Big Vish with a chance! I mean, the whole trophy is in joke! <laughs> <and I was laughs> a... Me supporting Vish will be like anyone, any other supporting Argentina. Really want them to win, and when they do... Yeah.
3: <laughs> ah,
4: well, I can hear somebody outside with their peppers sco- going, Is that true? I mean, it feels like it's not true. I'll be
1: fucking stiffed again, probably. You give him a a his extra time, yeah.
3: yeah. Pedri? Oh, well done, bitch. There it is. Well played, sir. Well Beautiful. Well
2: played oh. Christian Pulisic.
4: Absolutely. Eduardo Camavinga. <laughs> Gavi. Sancho. Remember him? <laughs> Muziala. Muziala. Joel Felix. Jude Bellingham uh, got in there twice. Justin Clivert he's back in. He's, he's back in on there. top scoring goals yeah, yeah. exactly right. uh, Kylian Mbappe whatever happened to him Kill- uh, Delict <laughs> and Pedri so who congratulations
2: you um, Kylian Mbappe but they said it was wrong who'd you guess Martin Odegaard.
4: that's poor isn't it that's not poor, that thought that's, I thought that was a good answer that's
2: not that poor I mean look it was poor because it was wrong yeah. um, but uh, there we <laughs> are well t- done
4: Vish <laughs> It was there was a binary choice was it poor or was it not it was poor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was poor <laughs> it can only be one or the other Harland not in there I know the whole trophy's a joke
1: if Harlan's not in there Oi
2: you lost again Okay, I lost as well. I've got a lot of previous victories. Well, was, you, know. you
1: seem quite pleased for someone who's lost their lineal title. Yeah,
2: ah, well, it's a fair you know, 3 Yeah, but, but you don't <laughs> understand. I get to win it back soon. You know. Thank
1: you very much for listening <laughs> to the Football Round crazy show. Cambridge Analytica, This sponsored by
2: Betfair, part of the Acos Created Network. Speaking of keys, they're in the lock. Everybody, the Let's doors hear open. Then. If you Turn can it. find Peter Reed although that is Monday well maybe I'll leave the gate open a little bit if you yeah. can find Rido, mm-hmm. you got Monday off as well if you
4: can get a picture of Rido, send it it please thank yeah. you
2: follow us on Twitter TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble. don't forget to subscribe on your podcast at Thank You Luke Moore yeah, I think is it a coincidence <coughs> that the, the, the minister of
1: this game producer Finn is also massive in the vote leave movement I said mm. thank you Luke Moore thank you very much
2: <laughs> yeah it's how you met him uh, thank you Pete Donaldson <laughs> farewell ever <laughs> <there, Ben. laughs> thank you for two cents Raja. thank you and thank you Peter Reid see you soon
4: The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network.
1: Small details are big surfaces.
0: Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials?